On this episode of Buena Vista and Main Street. Not like Rafiki dressed like a man. That'd be weird. Anyways, <laughs> that would be weird. It's fun to eat in a rainforest when it rains. Yes, but not physically raining there because that would be wet. <laughs> did you cry this time? You didn't cry this time, did you? I cry it. every time. Keep your arms and legs inside the ride vehicle at all times. And here we go. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good day. Hello. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. <laughs> I hope everybody's having a wonderful day, whatever time of day you're listening to us. Mm-hmm. Whenever that might be. Yes. We are continuing our magical mystery tour around disney world uh Mm -hmm. last episode we finished off the hollywood studios disney's hollywood studios in yeah walt disney world otherwise used to be known as mgm studios fun fact (laughs) i don't think i mentioned that yeah you did yes you did probably you you (laughs) did remember in the first episode that we talked about it yeah but that was several episodes ago. It's true. Life goes on since then. That's and right. I forget. That's right. Um, this episode, we're going to move on and talk about a whole new, the newest of the Disney World parks, which uh, opens on Earth Day. It would be. That's a that's a big hit. It opened on Earth Day. Da 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 in 1998. Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom! Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. We were talking about remembering what you remembered of Animal Kingdom this morning. (laughs) Which wasn't very much. I'm not going to lie. It didn't stand out in my brain as like a momentous place. Um, There's a few memories for sure, but um, otherwise, no. We only spent one day there. So we did. It is a what I consider it a one day park. You don't need to spend multiple days at Animal Kingdom. Some people really love Animal Kingdom. Um I think for me, because we have been to um San Diego Zoo multiple times, and San Diego Zoo is like a world class zoo. Um we also have a world class zoo where we're from up here in Canada. So we have a very lovely zoo in our home city. Um, And uh, we go to Ontario all the time to visit people. And we have been to the Toronto Zoo, which is also world-class many times. So I've been to lots of zoos. (laughs) So, so (laughs) the animal part, it's less exciting for me than, um, There may be some other people that come from places where you don't have zoos locally, right? So, so I guess that's why, for me, anyways. Yeah, I I I get that. I understand. It's not. Yeah, there's a lot of zoo animals or zoo themes at Animal Kingdom, uh, Animal Kingdom, which makes it not as exciting. Yeah. Put it mildly, the first time I went to Disney World, I even skipped out on Animal Kingdom. I didn't even go. It didn't even attract me. That so. makes sense. 
It is only it is the park that we spend the least amount of time at. That being said, your mm-hmm. husband did go back to one morning to go back because and there's ride. there's a roller coaster there, so that's why one roller to coaster. One roller coaster. He made the trek from whatever park we were in. I don't even remember. I think it was Magic Kingdom actually, um, and then he made the trek over there to ride Everest. So, um, but I mean that's because he's a roller coaster dude. Yeah, and we had park hopper passes, so you know you got to do like, what you got to do. I'm gonna go back and do this, and he went all by himself. And I yep. get it; I would have done it if it, it really mattered to me. But I've ridden that ride <laughs> lots, so yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, opened on uh, Earth Day in 1998. It is the the newest Disney um, gate. Um, park gate attraction at disney world supposedly it had like the most requests to move to to open a park because they were opening it when it opened so most cast members wanted to work at that park oh interesting well it's interesting because they wanted to open a park right that's what it comes down to oh yeah i see they wanted to be a part of the crew that for a park open (laughs) yeah we open in a park for the very first time, and that's really right. what they wanted to do. Not yeah, to do yeah. it's like the park is awesome. Right. But they wanted to be part of the, like a crew member when the park opened and open it. I get that. Yeah. That makes sense. So it had like one of the most things. Um, when we walk into animal kingdom so but walking up to animal kingdom, as we said, it is very far out. It does have, did you know this? one of the it has one of the largest park spaces so they're not even using up half of the space they that they could for animal kingdom at this point it has the most expansion avail availability of any disney park it is way out there when we we're going talking about this today my sister's like i forget how far away from everything animal kingdom is it really is out there um the other part I was just going to say, and it has changed since park opening. The other reason that all the cast members wanted to work at Animal Kingdom is because it didn't have, it closed early. So oh, yeah. there was no evening times at Animal Kingdom. It has since changed. They have done, have done in the past and are doing more times in the evenings than they used to be. But they used to close at like five or six at sundown and as a cast member, you don't have to work late nights or nights at all. Like that was a that would <laughs> that be was a sweet gig. <laughs> totally, I would. I yeah, I get that. Yeah. So shorter park hours for Animal Kingdom, and they did that just because of the animals as well, right? So giving them time to be off show and actual be animals, so to respect yeah. them. So there yeah. You go. Also, reason why they're in the middle of nowhere too, because you've got animals. Yeah, they need, need the space room. for the animals. Yeah, exactly. Need room. Uh, um, Animal Kingdom is a hub and spoke. It's still a hub and spoke type park, mm-hmm. but not really. I say it is, but it isn't. Kind of is. Uh, it sort of is. Wants to be. Well, I mean, it's got the middle with the tree of life, which we'll get there. But then it and it sort of is like a circle and there's like branches off, but they're sort of like loops. They're not like it's like a loop. (laughs) 
It's more like you don't have to you don't have to go back to the hub to get to other places necessarily. So so yeah, so walking into Animal Kingdom, the first thing you will notice, which makes it different than other parks, is A, you walk up this hill to get into the main part of the park but it's all the animals that you see when you first walk in so there's lots of little um enclosures with different types of animals so you have that you get to see right away when you walk into the park so you realize that um animals are going to be a huge part of this park and we mean live animals we don't mean animatronic animals we're not talking about a jungle cruise experience here we're talking about live animals yeah um right at the beginning of the park um when we went it was we were just talking about this too the weather was terrible that day it was like cold and rainy and we did not bring rain jackets (laughs) that day i don't think we bought ponchos we did eventually buy them i still have some actually from our trip um but we didn't we didn't but we didn't have any ponchos so we were just wearing like sweaters and stuff and getting soaked it was fine um but uh, the very first thing we saw was Rafiki. And so I have a picture right at the very beginning of Animal Kingdom with my kids with Rafiki because he is one of my favorite sidekick characters. Um, so I was really super happy to see him. And I would not see him anywhere else in any other park. Um, so that was definitely a highlight for me. <laughs> it was like, it was a great way to start off seeing Rafiki (laughs) those who love Rafiki love them love him immensely he's a great character there are animals and uh different characters that you see here that you won't Mm -hmm. see anywhere else I do have some fun character photos with different characters like Thumper King Louie I have a picture with King Louie so different ones that are like animal themed that you'd see at Animal Kingdom that makes sense yeah yeah but not like ones that are made to feel human like so you wouldn't see you still wouldn't see like Robin Hood or Maid Marian here because that doesn't fit with the theme but you would see Thumper because he's not like dressed like anything else but Thumper right Rafiki because he's a Rafiki not like Rafiki dressed like a man well that'd be weird anyways (laughs) you know (laughs) that would be weird (laughs) this whole line of of conversation just got a little weird (laughs) um so yeah so meeting Rafiki I know that was a highlight that picture of you and the kids the kids are like what you're like yeah let's go see Rafiki (laughs) it was so exciting your your reaction to see Rafiki was like my reaction to see C-3PO yes just as excitement um yeah so you did we did see that we we saw him right at the front gate yeah which was really cool Right when we get in there. Um, the other thing I like to point out here about the entrance area before we go in. This is one of the only places. This is the only place that has a rainforest cafe connected to the park. It's the only park ever that has this in Disney. So having like a third party provider of like a no, like a named connection to. Yeah. At the restaurant is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like there's lots of rainforest cafes close to Disney, other Disney theme parks. Um, like downtown Disney and Disneyland has a rainforest cafe, but this one is like right there. We ate there. 
Disney Springs has one as well to a Disney right. World. But, yeah. Yeah. Like this one is like at the park. You can entrance either from outside the park or from within the park. You are you exit the park to eat the at the restaurant and go back in. So but it has one from the park side too. Yeah. But it's right there at the front main entrance as well. It's a regular rainforest cafe if you've ever been. If you've never been, um, you should totally hit one up. <laughs> They're all over in the States. So just find one. Any tourist attraction will have one. And a touristy city. Name That's one. right. Even in Canada. They, well, they used to have one of them in Canada too. Because Toronto used yeah. to have one. Yeah, um, they did. I, I don't know if they still do. But anyways. Hit up a ring for... The, we always said... We were just saying the food's not amazing. Like it's not like, oh, this is the best meal I've ever eaten. It's a chain restaurant food. But it's the experience. So yeah. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It's fun to eat in a rainforest when it rains. Yes. But not physically raining there because that would be wet. (laughs) I want to sit there and eat. It's like raining from the ceiling. I don't want wet food. I'm not about the wet food. Um, As I said, yeah. So after we enter the entrance that we just talked about, it is that animal area that you see. So it kind of lurks off into two paths around the animal enclosures. You can stop and look at them or not. I don't even remember what animals are there because I never stop. So I'm just like, get me into the park. Right. The next thing you hit is the you come across is the bridge. So there is a theme in animal kingdom with like a river that runs around the, what they call discovery Island. So it's the, the river that encompasses it is the next thing that you come across. Um, when I was looking at information about this park, this always reminds me and my Disney geekiness that it was John that the imaginary John was in charge of this park. And you can totally tell um, John is the one that also, worked on the guardians of the galaxy drop mm-hmm. tower yeah and he's had his fingers in a lot of different fun disney mm-hmm. projects they're usually my favorites so but you can there are things i'll talk about that just show that why he does why he's good at it and sad that he is retired and now is working for virgin yeah, he's really good at immersion, immersive experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, this park it definitely does have that feel to it. Um, I do remember that. Like it's just it's all encompassing. So that is good. Yeah. Um, once you get across onto the bridge and across the bridge, the first thing you you see in front of you is the big icon of this park, which is the Tree of Life. It is a huge, ginormous tree that, fun fact, uh, because of it, hurricanes in Florida, it is base is an uh, oil rig underneath of it. So it is an oil rig underneath and then built on top of it is this giant tree with over 400 animal carvings in it. So it represents every animal. If you stand there, you can just stare at it for hours. And something I read something like 55,000 leaves individually, fake leaves made in three different color variations of leaves on the tree. So 
it's it's a feat like that to me looking at that i could do that for for hours that tree of life is still mind-boggling yes it still just blows my mind thinking about it and how big it is and i love it do you remember the tree of life um yes I remember the Tree of Life. Um, I also remember that you can see the Tree of Life from lots of places wherever you are in the park, Um, which is kind of like, it's like one of those things that is really helpful (laughs) when you're in a park and you don't know where you are to always have that as like your, um, like your point of reference. So um, I really liked that you could see it from anywhere, especially if you don't know where you are. Um, Because this park kind of meanders and there's lots of like, foliage and stuff like that so being able to see that is helpful yeah it's 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 helpful to find that like local point because it does yeah because it is an animal park theming of it isn't as cut and dry and it isn't as open like wildly open as it would be in other parks so mm-hmm. it disney we i think we've talked about it uh, I know I'll talk about it later is Disney sightlines with different things, which are getting worse, which drives me insane, but Disney sightline with things. Um, they want like when we talk, I know we talked about it when we're in- talking about Disneyland, how Walt wanted the castle to be a certain size. So you could only see it when you're in certain parts of the park. So you can't see it throughout the whole park or you can't see it before you get into the park. You only see the castle at Disneyland once you're in the park. You can't see it from outside. And he did it on purpose so that the big reveal is there. So the sight line is there. Um, So Disney's really good at making it with buildings to only see what you want to see. Like when you're in Frontierland, you can only see Frontierland. You can't see Tomorrowland to ruin that show effect of Disney. Yeah. With Magic Kingdom, it's a little bit different because instead of using buildings all the time to be able to do this, because it's wildlife and animal themed, there's a lot of wilderness. So a lot of trees, bushes are there that that do that blocking of sight lines, which is a little bit different than in other parks. So it's not as cut and dry that I'm in this land or I'm in this land or that type of thing. Makes sense. Makes, Makes sense. sense. So they do it in a little bit of a different way with the foliage instead. So you can see the, the tree of life from other places and then it helps orientate you are you are is a park. Yes, exactly. Um, the tree of life, I always like to remind people, is also an attraction. A lot of people don't realize that as it actually has something to do. So there is underneath the tree is uh if you go to the right side at the front of the tree you go to right you're gonna see a side that says it's tough to be a bug it's the attraction that's kind of, that literally is under the tree because the tree is built up kind of on a hill it is a 4d cinema experience 3d cinema experience 3d cinema not 4d it's 3d <laughs> so it's based on the bug's life because we're an animal themed um, they used to have it at Disneyland, and they got rid of it. Um, I love it's tough to be a bug. It's a great, again, a great afternoon sit down if you need to rest your feet. There is also lots of animals, again, in paths around the Tree of Life. 
Mm-hmm. So you can walk through those meander discover explore wilderness explorers um there's also that uh so there's kind of a wilderness like paths and stuff to meander about there yeah this is also where a lot of gift stores and shops are so on the discovery island there's lots of little gift stores and shops around the little paths one of my favorite restaurants is here which is the barbecue restaurant because I like barbecue food. Who doesn't? <laughs> really like barbecue food. Who doesn't like barbecue food? So uh, that I and I'm by that I mean it's on the right hand side. It's called the Flame Tree Barbecue. Mm. I think I made you eat there. Probably. Um, another unique thing about Animal Kingdom, which is not as unique anymore, but was super unique back when is they don't actually give you any plastic straws or lids with any of your beverages because of the impact of all the animals around they don't want the straws to to be eaten by all the animals since they opened they would not give you plastic straws yeah i remember that because that was so new and different when we went now it's like we see it all the all over the place but back then it wasn't so um, so here from here we're gonna go like we're walking to the right so we're gonna walk towards my favorite barbecue restaurant and it's tough to be a bug and then we're gonna cross back over the river of discovery is what they call it uh, and we're gonna go into that one of the lands that my sister remembers from <laughs> mostly because we spent a lot of time here uh, which is the one that the lands that is getting the most I feel like it's 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 going to get a makeover. I feel it. I'm hoping it will. Um, I know they've taken out some stuff in this area already. So maybe. So we're going into what they call Discovery. From Discovery Island, we're going into Dinoland USA. And as the name says, it's all about dinosaurs. One of the fun facts I'm going to point out here is that when Disney was actually building animal kingdom land they wanted to add another land kind of where uh they put in pandora we'll talk about that a little bit later um and it's supposed to, was supposed to be all mythological creatures hmm. like unicorns and stuff yeah unicorns and dragons so if you look at the label or the uh the logo for animal kingdom lodge it has all these animals on them and one of them is still a dragon on there so unicorns and dragons and that would be cool mythological creatures wouldn't that have been awesome i'm kind of angry so i just want them to change dino land into that but not saying that dinosaurs are mythological but they kind of have that mythological nature to it that's true i doubt they will though dinosaurs are way too popular with kids that's true. So Dinoland, you have a lot of different dinosaur-themed um, attractions. and Jenny's ex- favorite attraction. Experiences. Yes, in this area, <laughs> we ran into my favorite attraction. <laughs> That's sarcastic. She hates this ride. Which is... Dinosaur! Exclamation mark. No, I was going to say, it's the boneyard! No, just joking. They have a boneyard where you can dig up dinosaur snails. Just, It's great for kids, but I never got to do it. No, which is the ride dinosaur? Hence the name dinosaur. Dinoland. Dinosaur is a sister ride to... Would you say sister? Yeah. Like a... Cousin? 
<laughs> a sister ride is maybe good. Yeah, I think that's good. It's a sister ride to Indiana Jones at Disneyland. So they took yep. the ride vehicle, the layout, and changed up the theming. And therefore created Dinosaur. And it's really good. I really liked it. We went on it twice. It was really good. Jenny uh, went on it twice and hated it still. Did you cry this time? You didn't cry this time, did you? When we went on I it? cry every time. <laughs> you cry on this ride. I cry on Galaxy's Edge. So, or not Galaxy's Edge. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, you know, to each their own. But but this is where it differs between my sister and myself. Some out there might be listening going, Indiana Jones, you ride that. I don't cry in that. Nope, don't cry in that ride at all. Love it. We'll ride it over and over again. Laugh. Smile. We'll ride it without even holding on. We'll ride that ride all day long. So the question is, what is the difference between this and that that makes it so terrifying? Because dinosaurs, dinosaurs that move—that's what it is. The ride vehicle, yeah, it's dinosaurs that move. So I uh, have an irrational fear of dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. Those who have been on this ride with me know how how deep seated this fear is. Because I will ride every roller coaster. I will ride everything. Like, I will ride everything. This ride is the one that gets me every time. Um, and yes, I did cry on this ride. I scream. I cry. I hide my eyes. It was fine. I think I closed my eyes once. Because of one of the things. But that was it. It was really fun. <laughs> That's why we wrote it twice. Everybody loves it. Everyone loves it. I know there's one other person in the world that I know that just is terrified of this ride as me. But there are other people that love this ride. Um, it is... So it has a backstory that you're going back in time to save a dinosaur. Mm -hmm. The name of the dinosaur, I just can't remember what it is right now. But that's a dinosaur. And so you get on board and you ride the jeep thing and you go back into i don't know i don't know much about it literally i close my eyes and cry so it starts out very nice and like starts out by like this much by the third dinosaur i'm done okay i don't know i can't tell you much about it um there's dinosaurs like you're tr yes you're trying to save a dinosaur i think it's the stegosaurus um I always think it's the stegosaurus. I was trying to say, I can't remember though. It's been a while. Um, but yes, there's lots of dinosaurs moving, and um, it's, there's a couple times that is a little like the dinosaurs are really close or whatever, but nothing scary. Um, I think everyone should try go on it. Kids will love it if they love dinosaurs. So do it. Yep. It is one of the more more popular rides in there, so it can get a queue. So if you can jump the line it was formerly known as countdown to extinction by the way hmm. that makes sense um it was then changed to dinosaur to promote the dinosaur movie called dinosaur i just really just trying to find out the name of the dinosaur yeah i don't know but it's not the tri i know it's not the triceratops so it's bugging me 
It just on the app, it just says to save a dinosaur from extinction. It doesn't tell me what it is. I can't remember. So that's not helpful. Um, it is a ride. You should ride it. It's lovely. Um, history of it is dinosaur land back in the day when the park first opened was a sponsored land. So dinosaur is actually sponsored by McDonald's back in the day. So when you're standing in the queue line or in like getting on the ride itself, there are three pipes that were used to be labeled ketchup, relish, and mustard. And they were colored in green, yellow, and red. They're still green, yellow, red. They just don't have the names written on them anymore. But it's kind of neat to see them there. It's kind of that throwback there. So there you go. Just in case you're wondering. Um, The other ride that we did when we were in this part um, is called the Triceratops Spin. Um, It's like Dumbo, but with dinosaurs. Triceratops, to be specific. Yeah. Um, so there's lots of, this is a good area for kids. So if you have kids and they like dinosaurs, which I feel like most kids like dinosaurs, this is a good place to go. There's lots of, um, shops and games and that boneyard where you can dig up dinosaur bones and stuff. So, um, some dinosaur souvenir shops to get some dinosaur souvenirs. Um, so definitely it was a fun highlight for, uh, my two kids who loved dinosaurs at the time. Um, so they were really excited about going to Dino Land USA for sure. It was less exciting for us, except for the dinosaur ride. Um, but for the kids, it was really exciting. So they, uh, as I, we're talking about this, they are taking out some of the in where Amanda's talking about. It's kind of a, like a, a parking lot literally is what it is it makes dinosaur land like the least exciting part of animal kingdom um thematically it has a bunch of flat rides that are on like a cement and asphalt surface and it's flat they did take out the roller coaster that used to be here as well that you had another roller coaster and they took got rid of that from this area as well so that's what gives me the thought that they're going to not a big deal that roller coaster hardly ever was running anyways the money the primarval i can't even remember it was i can't remember the name but it was there and they've taken it out and so i feel like they're going to revitalize this land in some way which is why i said why don't we bring back the mythical creatures angle i think that would be fun disney if you're listening but if not keep Add it afterwards. I don't know. Just add it, please. Because I think that would be awesome. That would be really fun, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's a great little area. There's, again, more pathways over here. Uh, One of my favorite little snack shops was here. And I think it's... I don't know if it's opened again or if it wasn't. It was... uh, It's an ice cream shop. Yeah, the Dino Bites Bite Snacks has an ice cream shop that does an ice cream sandwich with real chocolate chip cookies and it's huge and it's like hard ice cream oh it's so good i used to eat them all the time so they're a great little snack and i think they're like five dollars so they're not super expensive but it's like like good size cookies we're not talking like little tiny chocolate chip cookies. like good size chocolate with a good scoop of vanilla ice cream in the middle i used to get them all nice. the time 
They're nice. delicious. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and there's some other quick services areas around here as well. So it's a nice flat area. Um, the other thing kind of in dinosaur land that kind of no longer has a home, but I'm going to point it out here, is there used, it has a home. There's a home, but nothing in it at current time was the right kind of on the way to pass out of dino land into the next land was the where Finding Nemo, the Finding Nemo show used to be, which was done with puppets and people singing. It was a small show. It was amazing. Um, uh, they stopped that at this year. This why these are signs that saying that Disney's maybe gonna revitalize this area. Has new plans maybe in the works coming for this side of the park. Hopefully, yeah. I just keep saying mythological creatures. That would be amazing. But who knows? It was a good show. Puppeteering. It was written and so the songs were written because there's no funny Nemo songs in the movie, really. The songs and stuff were written by the, the same couple that wrote and scripted Frozen. So that just gives you how catchy the tunes were and how yeah. amazing they were. So yeah. anyway, so that's there as well. Again, like anywhere else in Magic Kingdom, there's also animal pathways to wander around as well. So you can see animals in their habitats in the dino land as well. More things like crocodiles and that type of thing. Yeah. Because dinosaurs. Um, This is one of the sides that does have the seating for celebrations of the kite tail celebrate disney's kite tail celebrations so they do these uh shows parade type shows on the river of discovery and they have seating in this area for it which here and on the other side there you go that's 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 dino land for you yeah yay dino land <laughs> um so once you cross the bridge we're going we're gonna cross into asia so you run into the most extreme ride you're going to find at this park which is expedition everest it's a roller coaster that goes forwards and backwards spoilers spoilers it does yeah so we have expedition everest here it is Pretty spectacular, if you ask me. I love this ride. I'm like your husband. I would ride it multiple times. Wait, I did ride it multiple times. It has the large. It is the largest mountain in Florida. Just in case you didn't, you didn't think you didn't think they had mountains in Florida. Well, I'm here to tell you, it's the largest mountain in Florida. It is at 199.5 feet tall at the tallest point of expedition everest which is just under the aviation standards required for the foam mountain to have a red light top on top of the beacon a red light beacon on top so it doesn't have one because it's just under the height limit it is a roller coaster it does go fast it goes forwards and backwards but it does not do any loop-de-loops it doesn't go upside down it does have one big drop it goes in and outside of a mountain, Everest. And it has a monster. It has a Yeti. It's a monster. Okay, it has a monster. It has a <laughs> Yeti. Hence <laughs> to our mythological creatures, Izzy. Come on! 
It's by the- anyways. Um, <laughs> when they're building, there's I could go on and on about Expedition Everest. A couple of things that I just want to point out as trivia facts for it: um, the Yeti is giant that's inside it, and it used to move. It no longer moves, and it will no longer move because of structural deficiencies within the <laughs> the Yeti and the roller coaster they can't make it move anymore but when they were building when you're in the queue line for expedition everest you go through miniature not miniature you're going through uh historical artifacts of the of yetis and bigfoots and different things about how that creature came to be so it's um it's one of those things that's kind of cool because it's kind of the queue line is kind of interesting to walk through it's it's, usually does have a long queue it's another one that you i highly recommend getting lightning lane or genie plus or fast passes or whatever they call it now that you're listening to this um for to guess it's gonna have a line they also do have a single rider line for this one as well so if you're just riding by yourself, you can get in that single rider line. It usually goes quicker. Can't guarantee that, though. But um, when they were building this ride, they did spend a lot of time in and around Everest to get the feelings and collect artifacts to put in the queue line. So anything you see in the queue line is either a replica of something or the original. So a replica of something that's there or the original. Um, there's a one of my favorite stories is there's a ladder in the queue line that they wanted so bad for the queue line, but the people wouldn't sell it to them. So they created a replica of it and they put it in there. And then they finally, after like this eighth time of them asking to buy it, they actually got to buy this ladder. So there's Disney fought for things. A lot of the hiking gear and stuff, because when people hike Everest, they, after they're done, a lot of times they just throw or get rid of their gear without disposing of it properly. So Disney have bought, and so the Sherpas and stuff will sell off this used gear. Mm. And so Disney bought a lot of this used gear to have in Expedition Everest, which is really cool, which helps out um, clean up Everest as well of all the garbage and trash that gets left. So much so much garbage oh yeah when people are trying to clear Everest. so i will go add more about it it's a great roller coaster ride it it is the theming is amazing um from this part of the park kind of on this is kind of my favorite section is on the back side of discovery island so in the asian section moving into the uh moving into africa these are my favorite little bits. One of the reasons is, is when they were building the section, you can tell that they wanted to make you feel like you were in these places. And when you're in these places, the population to land ratio is very small. So they like want to make it feel crowded. So the walkways aren't going to be as wide as you think they should be. You're going to be kind of really close to people. You're going to see... It's not as clean, like, it's clean, it's Disney clean, but it doesn't look as brand new or flashy as, we'll say, Main Street at Magic Kingdom, because it's supposed to look a little bit, 
it's older, rundown, that type of thing. So it's a great little area as well for that. And I just love, like, I could stand there and just watch people walk. Because when you look down from Expedition Everest down the pathway, you see, like, it's just full of people and it's so small and it, it's just cool. It's one of those like viewpoints that you're like, and the river is not as clean as you think it should be because at Disney theme park, it'd be in like nice and clean, but there's, it looks a little off in color and it looks a little off in this because it's supposed to, because it's not a river that's in North America. Right. The other thing kind of in this area, there is another little ice cream shop. Ice cream? Is it still ice cream? There's the Yak and Yeti, which is a great little restaurant. Um, they do like a sit down restaurant and then they do like a quick service, which is delicious. I'm thinking of the ice cream truck. So there's an ice cream truck that's yeah. there as well. The Ananda Per ice cream truck. I remember it. It is, looks like something that it would be obviously not in north america it is all brightly colored painted it's like it looks like something that they got from india which i think they did like it's one of those things that they imported in if i recall correctly yeah but looking at a more eastern asia influence rather than a western asia influence in this area so yeah smaller compact places um the other big attraction in the asian section manda is um the rapid ones the rapid ones i can't remember what they're called the cali rapids the cali rapids so uh, cali river rapids yeah yeah those ones so it's another rapids ride it has a obviously a cali river themes to landscape wild animal not wild animals but wild trees and everything around it it's a short ride did we ride? I don't think we rode that when you. We didn't there. ride it. No, because either it was closed or it was just too cold. <laughs> one of the one or the other was is true, but I don't know which one it is. Um, it could have been closed because of when we were there, or it could have just been too cold. It's a very short ride, so it's Grizzly River ride. Grizzly River Run is twice the length almost as Cali River Rapids, so it's a very short little little ride. It's great. It's if it's hot. If it's hot, then ride it. If it's not, then you're not missing a lot. Right. But again, it's the other kind of adventure, more extreme ride of the park. Right. Kind of the other attraction in this Asia area. As I said, there's lots of food, a lot of more animal yeah. exploring areas. They have mm-hmm. a whole pathway system up this direction. Yeah. That you can walk around and see. All the different kinds of animals. animals. I do remember doing that. So, yeah, because there's gorillas here. So you made us go see the gorillas. Gorillas are one of my faves. I could watch them all day long. And the gorillas are pretty cool. So the gorillas are there. Um, the other one that the other animal that's in this section that gets all the attentions is the gibbons because they're kind of in the middle of it all. There's two big gibbons areas, and they they sit on these. Um, like ancient temple towers that are made to look like ancient Asian temples, but they're it's very they're very cool and you can see them and they're huge and lots of them mm-hmm. the gibbons so they're very cool from there. And then I know there's more food and shops and stuff um, right by the river in this area, 
I do remember that. It's kind of like markety place kind of feel. Um, so that's kind of fun as well. Yeah. So when you're around where the gibbons are, just past the gibbons, there's the, I was mentioning the Yak and Yeti restaurant there. So again, one of my favorites, sit down or quick service. I love their quick service. It's still my, one of my favorites. And then it is like marketing. So they, this is uh, Animal Kingdom along with Epcot, I want to say, are the two ones where they, you'll find the most souvenir-y stuff that isn't just Disney souvenirs. So you're going to find things that are from Asia areas or that cultural type spot that you can get souvenirs like you were in these countries or that area of the world. So it's kind of different and neat in that way as than other Disney Magic Kingdom where you're going to just find souvenir stuff. Disney stuff. Not necessarily either, but you know what I'm saying. It's a little yeah. bit more yeah. far flesh than like a pirate's hat that you're going to get in by Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. But I think this is where we're going to stop. We're about halfway through the park. Yeah. So I think this is where our breaking it into two episodes again because <laughs> we talk too much there's too, I have too much tr- there's too much trivia, trivia about this park <laughs> exactly uh, she's filling us with all the trivia it's good um so i am gonna we're gonna kind of stop it from this point on and we'll continue in our next episode i've talked so much in this episode i am sorry folks if it's boring it's not boring it's good information <laughs> If it was boring, I'm sorry I bored you all to tears. No, you're good. I, you always have lots of trivia, which I think is good. Stuff that people don't know. So. Or people might know, but forget. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so we'll pick this up next episode. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to talk a little Disney news. And I'll go first. First of all, um, I think I mentioned this before, but I'll mention it again because it's coming very soon um, that they are doing the... Um, Main Street Electrical Parade is coming back, which is my favorite. Um, but <laughs> along with that, they've decided to release some light up popcorn buckets. Um, the turtle with the glasses, obviously. Um, and then Pete's Dragon, because why not? Um, so if you are a if you're a popcorn bucket collector, we all know Jenny's jenny's feelings about popcorn buckets uh but if you like popcorn buckets these ones light up at least so i feel like there's like a little bit more excitement in these popcorn buckets but i'm sure that people will be lining up to get them so the craziness of popcorn buckets again because they're bringing back the electrical light parade <laughs> yeah oh man they also are bringing out a whole bunch of clothing though that's the other thing that they released was like there's like this really cute dress um that i was like oh man i need to go to disneyland just to buy this really cute dress um and some t-shirts and stuff but the dress was the cutest um but i'm not in disneyland so i just looked at the pictures it's fine it's okay we'll get through it (laughs) but there's also a purse (laughs) that was the other thing there's like a lounge fly uh backpack purse that i also was looking at it's fine Again, <laughs> these are things that you could also get online if you really wanted to, possibly, or have all the people that like to buy multiple and resell them. You could just resell them, buy them for resellers. It's true. Don't do it. Then they don't have to resell. But they're always going to be a thing. It's fine. Other actually more Disneyland news. We're just all in the west coast of disney right now because they have the most exciting news is 
my favorite nighttime spectacular is coming back, which is Disney's World of Color. Back to California Adventure, Disney's California Adventure or DCA. Super excited for all those folks that uh, get to watch that. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. As I said, my. Your favorite. My favorite. And I think it's your kid's favorite because we take I make them go every time. Yeah, so maybe. Yeah, that's true. It's just you sing along to it. It's pretty. If it's hot, you get a little bit of cool water on you. If you're cold, it just gets you colder. Um, it's a great <laughs> experience. Just <laughs> it's different than fireworks. So yeah, it's true. Which is good. Um, so they're bringing that back. The other little kind of tidbit that I found out this week, which I'm kind of looking into or wanting is that hallmark is bringing out a 50th anniversary disney parks christmas ornament that's going to light up and sing it's got the castle on it it's going to be fun i'm pretty excited about that so it's just there's my disney world trivia probably more but that's just it i know that expedition everest that we just talking about just finished going through a big refurbishment which is it has reopened which is exciting as well so nice you could ride the ride we're talking about with the yeti if you really would like amazing if you're yes there yeah totally uh, I think that's it for Disney news. Um, so please tune in next time and we'll finish Animal Kingdom. Uh, go finish it off. Talk about the last little bit of the park there um, with you. So uh, join us next time. If you don't know um, when our next episode will be, you can subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcast. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Buena Vista and Main Street. Uh, that would be the best way to know either of those two options would be the best way to know when our next episode drops because um, we are not always consistent with posting so um, if you follow us on any of those platforms um, that's probably the best way or subscribe to us and that will help as well yes thank you again for listening and Mm -hmm. hanging out with us and spending this time yeah So gather up all your personal belongings and please exit to the right and have a magical day.